Welcome to Age of Blue, your comic book explosion podcast. Welcome to Agent Blue, your comic book explosion podcast. That was weird. <laughs> it wasn't it? <laughs> hmm. I feel like we've done that before. Uh, Anyways, I'm George Green. I'm Michael Bonanno III. And we are here today to talk to you guys about The Traveler. Yes, it's finally here. Volume 3 of The Traveler. We've talked about Volume 1 and 2 a little bit in previous episodes about months ago. But here we are back with the third and final installment. I figured it was a good time to end it since we just ended a whole series on DC Comics. Yeah, so I figured, you know, we started a story, we didn't get to finish it, we did like eight stories, and now we're going to finally come back to this one. Um, But don't fret, because we do plan on doing a quick review of 1 and 2 to kind of catch you guys back up on speed, because it has been a while for us as well. Plus these books are very confusing if you're not reading very very thoroughly i feel like one was the most confusing and then just in order they just get less confusing as they go on yeah the first one was just like oh my goodness you need to know quantum mechanics like what who and how and then the i know which one i'm holding i know i'm holding number two uh but yeah number one is just like who what when where how well the, and number is, one when is never answered number one is almost never like they don't really give you a lot of the information that you need for the book to make more sense until just, the very end you know like Chronos. You have to read all like, three for any of them to make sense. Uh, no, for can... the f- first one to make sense, you need to read number two. Yeah. For the first one to make sense, number two has to be read. For the third one to make sense, you don't really have to read any of them as long as you have a, a slight knowledge. Of... I think you need to read number two because otherwise you're like, how did he forget what happened? I guess. I guess you're right. Just read them all. They're good anyways. You're going to love every second of all three books. I got the first two at Ollie's Out Bargain Outlet. And I picked them up because they were only $2. And I was like, oh my goodness, I'm so glad I got one and two. Like, they were so good. Stan Lee and Mark Wade blew themselves out of the water with these books. And I was like, yes. And then it took months for me to get the third one because they didn't have it at Ollie's. Well, I mean, I'm glad you got it because it really does complete the story. Um, and it brings it to like a nice end. Very much a nice it's, ending. It's a, it's, it's a happy ending. Um, so why don't we go ahead and just kind of recap The Traveler. Okay. Well, The Traveler, you're following a guy who believes his name is Cronus because somebody thought that's what his shirt said. Um, so he's just going around trying to fix time. Um, there's people named the Split Second Men who are also out of time and trying to hurt the main character, Cronus. Along the time, you're also meeting a bunch of scientists and one cop who tried to arrest Cronus but failed because Cronus is just not normal. Yeah, no, he uh, he has some time warping abilities. And they're from these things called gravitons, which the scientists you meet created, but aren't released at the time of the beginning of the story. So when the cop who tried to arrest him told them about the gravitons, the scientists were like... We haven't even released these yet. Like, our has, our experiment hasn't even started. 
Yeah, it's happening in like what two days? What's it? Two days? A week? Something. It was Something very. Like that, it was right? like a two day to a week time period before the gravitons were supposed to even be tested. Um, at the end of the book, you realize that Cronus was making sure that Robert, the main scientist that you follow alongside Cronus, does not enter the building at the time of the experiment. Otherwise, bad things will occur. You find out at the end of the book... He fails. He One, he fails, and two, that Robert Lessig, which is the scientist's name, is Cronus. That's how book one ends. Boom. Mic drop. Book two... Um really picks up exactly where book one leaves off exactly where like, it leaves off exactly where it leaves off um, oh the main character Cronus, Cronus uh, Robert becomes Cronus at the end of the book to start the time loop over yeah and then the other Cronus just kind of disappears yeah um, and this one is him starting to learn his powers like every origin of a superhero yeah so technically speaking book two is a good beginning point yes you don't need number one to finish the whole story but it is a great read um. So, during the explosion, Robert's fiance, Julia, Julia, is there? She dies. Oh, Julia's the cop too. That's why she was involved with the scientist. Julia dies. Yeah, Julia dies. Or so we think. She dies in the begin at the end of volume one. Um, and the other scientist turns into a evil guy named Abaris. Yeah, Abaris. He's he's kind of gross. Um he gives me a very Doctor Doomy feel. He definitely gives me a Doctor like Doomy feel. Doctor Doomy feel mixed with like Modoc cuz he's a little bit like I'd say Doctor Doom, Modoc and um I want to say Thanos. No, I'm saying I'm mainly the whole like I was saying Thanos just because of his look, not because of like he reminds me of Thanos. This guy is very ugly. <laughs> yeah, no, he he's ugly, ugly. He's, he's ugly. Like, face is all okay. Maybe up. a red skull. We could red skull him because he definitely is a mastermind. Um, so book two is pretty much him fighting Abaris. Yeah. It's, it's it's one of those classic stories. Yeah, you mean um, villain. Um, there's a time loop involved. Uh, he has a vision of the future that's saying you're either here now or you're having a vision five, um, five minutes prior to this event. Yeah. Uh, he gets there, finds out it's Abaris speaking, and gets trapped in a time prison. Um... And this prison has a whole bunch of other people, like uh, Amelia Earhart. Yep, Amelia Earhart. I, I brought her up last time. There, and there's a whole bunch of people who went missing throughout the centuries. Yep. Other explorers and stuff, etc., etc. I mean, there's even a Civil War guy. There's some knights. There's aliens. Like, there's a whole lot of people. There's anything that's, like, any mythological person or thing that apparently went missing is here. Um... Uh, but then he finds this one person trapped within her own memories and she breaks that person free they break out of the prison actually lets Amelia Earhart fly but that was before he breaks out and then they trap Abaris in the memories of Julia that's how it ends they trap uh, Abaris in Robert's memories of Julia and then he forgets all about her existence and that's it, yeah, that's the completion of 
book two in the, in the and there, there's snippets. a lot more picked up in this book that you can read and it's absolutely amazing but that's what you need to for, know for time's sake that's what you need to know all right and now the final chapter do you would you like to start this one i feel like you should start this one because i started number one and finished number two yeah so um volume three we're at the end of this day the end of this story here we go um so it begins with an execution which goes wrong because some time creatures called the annihilators are now opening up the ability for past and present versions of people to just take on ghostly forms to harm the past um the, <laughs> that was a little a little overly simplified. Yeah, very overly simplified. What they are doing is they are future rulers of the Earth. They're aliens of some sort. And they have created uh, Graviton technology to freeze the uh, a specific moment in time on Earth in time but all else time around them is still traveling so it's really screwing with uh the time loop it's the time continuum of the planet so we have ghosts from past future and present showing up on this earth and time is also moving in awkward lengths some people are going really fast some people are going really slow and the only person who can really not be affected by it is Cronus. Cronus, because he's Graviton Run, pretty much. Yeah, he is part of this. No, he's part, he's not part of it, but he gets his powers from the same thing. Yeah. Um, so people are like showing up, like from the past. I believe somebody who was dead appears mm-hmm. from the past, and somebody who will die, which is okay. This mother goes downstairs because she hears clanking, and this late ghostly lady is about trying to kill her, and then she's like, "What's going on?" It's like. I'm going to kill you, Mom. And she like, the, the little baby's asleep in the bedroom, and this is her in the future? Like, that's, like, crazy. She's, like, trying to kill her own mother. And, like, this just is going on. And I don't remember if they tell you the reasoning, but... Yeah, they do, at the end. No, not for those guys, for time. Just Soldier Zero do appear. He, like, shows up because he needs to fight. Soldier Zero shows up just because he was following... Cronus. Yeah. He was just following him, and then he saw him fighting somebody, so he decided to jump in and fight him, and he was like, oh, I thought you were a bad guy. I thought thought, you were the villain. I thought you were the reason all this was happening, because, you know, his powers were similar to what's going on. But, no, it's not what happens, and then you get your normal superhero team up, soldiers. Where they fight first, and then they join forces. And this is one of those stories, like, I really love when this happens, when characters who don't fit get put in the story. And it just makes it so perfect. I feel like it's a Stan Lee thing. Yeah, no, I love it. I love when like, you know, they he's, do this. You know how good he is at that. Yeah. So, Soldier Zero is another character from Boom Studios that Stan Lee made. And he shows up in this book. He is nothing like Cronus. He doesn't have any time powers. He's kind of like an... Honestly, I would say kind of like an Iron Man. Um, he's, he's kind of like an Iron Man. Maybe he's just more like... Cybernetic, you know, it's just well, like an, I'm an enhanced Man, suit. I'm saying Iron Man and the fact that he's in a suit, not so much as like his character, because we don't. It doesn't tell you much about him. This is true. Other than his name is Soldier Zero, and so he fights alongside 
Cronus through this entire book until at one point where he's just like, I have to go, f I'll fight this thing, these are time anachronisms, you go fight Abaris, and maybe we'll see each other again. You don't see him again after that. Yeah. I felt upset. I oh, like, can we also add the fact that Soldier Zero has a knife, and he uses it against Cronus once, and then, then never they, uses then it again. Up again. Like, never even does a sword, anything, none of those, like, whatever he One did, knife, used it, disappeared. Done, and that was it. For like the entire book like there was no more knives and it was just really confusing because why put it in there if you're never going to use it again yeah it's like it's defeating that law where it's like if there's a gun on a table you know it's going to be used in movies i'm not saying that if you have a gun around your house it's going to be used before right. the end of the day no <laughs> it's like in movies if there's a gun in the scene you know it's going to be used right similarly you see a knife he uses it never uses it again like, that broke the law, but... You're breaking the law. But, I mean, there's no cops coming after them for doing it. It's not a legal thing. It's just... Come on, dude. Weird storytelling. Why put Come the on. knife in there if you're not going to use it? Yeah. Um, like, I would have thought that that knife was going to be, like, something that actually... Like, that knife is what killed Abaris later. Or killed the Annihilators. Whatever they need, that knife was going to save the day for... That's what I was hoping, but... Nope, knife never showed up again. Nope, never again. So, Abaris does show up. And this version of Abaris is a little different. He's not as evil as the, all the other versions. He's older, he's quote-unquote wiser, and he's just tired. He's done with all of this. Yeah. So he is trying to help Cronus stop the Annihilators. And the reason why he's even involved in this is because at random points throughout his past, he's worked alongside the Annihilators. So that means more Abaris's are in this book. Pretty much every bar Abaris from... You see the Abaris from the second book? No, from the end of the first book. You see Abaris in his, like, a little bit later years. Yeah, like a little every, bit later like, years. Like pretty much from when he became Abaris to the point you see him now where he's talking to Cronus as, a, as a, an ally. I wouldn't say a friend. I would say an ally. Um, kind of like how Doctor Doom is. It's like he's a villain. But there's a time when he can be hero if needed, if need be. Most of the time, he's a villain, though. I said need be, and you brought this up when we I talked did. about. I did. House he's Man. a very Doctor Doom esque character, and it's still holding true into the third book. So, but before um, Soldier Zero leaves for the actual end time, he shows up. The last time he shows up, there's this time lady. And she has similar powers to Cronus. But she's way stronger. Way stronger. And she just like comes in and slaughters them. She's Both like, of them. Soldier beep. Zero. Soldier Zero has no protection against it. Cronus has no like he's not equipped for it. And she just like smash. Like, like Hulk smashed them. Yeah. They didn't even stand a chance. Both of them together, like teamed up, didn't even stand a chance. Like, trying to fly around her and like beat her down and she's just like knock, knock down. So it was a very short fight. It, it wasn't even much of a fight. And she just like keeps popping up while Cronus is trying to figure out the deal with the Annihilators um, and Abaris. There's a bunch of fights and then you find out uh, before the very end of it um she gives him his memories back about uh, Julia just so the future can actually occur. And that future is that lady's his daughter. 
You just jumped the entire story. I know. I At jumped the very end. I'm well aware I jumped to the end of the story. I Abarth wanted, gives... I wanted to close the book on her. <laughs> like, Abarth gives the, Cronus... Not her. ...his memories. Well, tells him he's going to give him his memories back. If he completes the... The mission. The mission of killing the Annihilators. Annihilators. And so, himself. But he didn't actually tell him he was going to kill... That he needed to kill... Um, Abaris from the past. He's just like, if you use this on only the youngest version of me, it'll hurt him enough where you can break free and kill the Annihilators. He didn't tell him it was going to kill his past. Yeah, so that's pretty much where we're at. Um, so Cronus and this mystery Graviton-powered lady. Which I just told you who she was. Is his daughter. Uh, go and attack the Annihilators main base. Cronus kills the youngest version of uh, Abaris. And then they all die. Which kills every version of Abaris. And Abaris. he gets really mad because he, he was like, you, he didn't tell me that it was going to kill him. It was just going to weaken him. Yeah, nobody kills him. They kill him. Um, he escapes. Him and his daughter both fairly easily destroy their whole well, you got, setup. <laughs> you got Cronus who is like the OG and you got the stronger version teaming up to defeat the Annihilators I think that the good guys are gonna win here yeah no the good guys definitely won there um very quickly and then she just kinda tells them that hey I'm your daughter let's I'm gonna take you to where you belong and you're gonna and be with we're gonna find mama yeah we're gonna go find her cause she is alive otherwise I wouldn't be here there are a few verses that come uh, to mind when uh thinking about it one of the verses I like to use, let me just get it up for a second. The verse that it is, is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. It says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. The reason why I chose this one is because if you look at Traveler Volume 3, his daughter, Cronus' daughter from the future, shows up and shows him his future and her past to prove herself uh, actually who she says she is. Um, and if you look at it, it's it's a it's a good future. It's a prosperous future where he gets married to Julia, the woman that he's been in love with, and throughout the last two books has thought was dead. Um, and gets to have a child and watches that child grow up. She goes to college. She becomes a very happy uh, father. And I would put Jeremiah twenty nine eleven in that scenario, in that perspective, because the plans God has for him is one of prospering and not to harm. Uh, of course, Julia is dead in his thought process. For what he knows... Um, she's dead, but she actually isn't. She's just hidden away, and his daughter at the end of the book is going to help him find Julia so that she can get born. Another verse I would say is Psalms thirty-one, fifteen. It says, "My times are in your hands. Deliver me from from the hands of my enemies." From those who pursue me. And the reason I say this one. Psalm 31.15. Is because of the fact that. 
Cronus is dealing with so many uh, villains. Uh, there's a Barris, there's the split second men who work with a Barris, and in this uh, third volume, there's also the Inheritors. I had to say that like that because if you've listened to the rest of the podcast, you've heard us say Annihilators. I don't know why we kept saying it when the lo- when the character's name is the Inheritors. Um, so I'm going to read the verse again, uh, 3115 of the Book of Psalms. My times are in your hands. Delivery, deliver me from the hands of my enemies, from those who pursue me. Throughout all the course of the first two books, the split-second men are after uh, Cronus, make, try, just trying to make his life miserable, trying to defeat him because Abaris wants him dead. And Cronus is just fighting. Abaris in the second book pretty much doing the same garbage as the first book, uh, but... Of course, you're seeing it more from the perspective of this is my first time fighting them. And um, in the third one, you have to deal with the inheritors. So then you see this battle attacking, and he gets delivered from it. He survives this battle, and um, I really want to make it akin to battling for the Lord in the war of our souls and the war for souls um, the time before the tribulation occurs um, we are in a war and we must remember that so my time is in your hands deliver me from my enemies um, see that is uh, that is what I thought of uh, for those, and that is really potent and poignant through this, because uh, this is really like a war for him. He is in a constant state of battle. He really doesn't get to rest. I mean, it appears like there isn't even much time between the three books, and you go from having to deal with uh, some guy who stole the gravitons and is somehow able to use the power, to now you being that person, and then fighting a war with the whole other group of monsters trying to attack your planet for whatever reason, which while you're fighting, you have no clue. So, that's the Traveler wrapped up for you with a nice pretty little bow. Um, That's all three volumes. I highly recommend you to buy this book. All three volumes. If you like if you like like books that like make you think and fit, have to figure stuff out for yourself definitely read the first one that book was so great I read it three times and the only the first time and a half was I confused <laughs> it's not super confusing if you read it twice or if you read the first one and then immediately jump into the second one then everything's kind of like because it all out. does make sense and it tells you everything but I didn't read them back to back. I read the first one, talked about it in the podcast, then read the second one, and I was like, oh. Um, but yeah, no, I recommend buying these books because you're not going to want to read them just once. It's no, just, no, 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 no. Not at all. Because I feel like this is one of them stories where you Here's just... how good it is. I bought these books. They were mine. Uh, Ali's out- Bargain Outlet. And I let George read it. 
and then he didn't give it back for a few months. <laughs> they were great. They were great. Um, obviously, on the website, if you just kind of scroll up just this little bit, all three volumes will be underneath this episode. Um, you can get those, and please do. They are absolutely amazing, and a little bit of money comes our way so we can make this even better for you. But mainly because of the book. Because mainly because of the good. book. It is that good. We don't, we don't, we have not actually covered any other book on a different studio besides DC or Marvel. And we've done Boom. Until The Traveler. Traveler. We didn't it was Traveler that, that far in. We, we did it maybe like five issues in for the first one. You think? I thought it was more like eight. Yeah. Roughly five, six, seven, or eight. Those, those. Uh, Roughly like five, eight. You know. Between those, between those numbers is when we did the first one, and so I mean it wasn't that long before we did anything. We could do more. We could. But I feel like Marvel and DC are the like ones everybody knows about, which this is why is we can't tend guys, to do it. If you guys actually have any recommendations on other. Uh, comic book publisher something you'd like us to review something you'd like us to discuss um you know where's even a potential for us to do spawn later down the line because there is a movie eventually coming out Mm -hmm. so we could potentially be doing that i want to do invincible on image comics i've never read it i have no idea what it's about i don't want to give anything away all right. Well, maybe we'll do that. Like it's a it's a superhero one. That's all you. That's, this is all you need to know. That's all, right, all you I'm need in. to know. It's a superhero one. I'm in. Oh my goodness! But but traveler though. But traveler. But traveler though. Like, um, this I think this is maybe like the second comic I ever read by Boom. I mean, honestly, but this one was just like yes. Honestly, I'm putting the traveler up there for like top favorite superheroes. You know, like top. He's maybe top ten. Yeah. Like number eight. I got this book. I read it. I finished volume three, and I was like, I need to get the three volumes of uh, Tra- uh not Traveler, of Soldier Zero, just because I want to see what his story is, because it's written by the same people, Stan Lee, and Mark Wade. <laughs> Stan Lee, and Mark Wade. <laughs> well, Mark Wade only did this one. Uh, Stan Lee and Mark Wade was this one. Stan Lee and somebody else who did a. Tra- Soldier Zero. I just want to keep saying Traveler because it's just such it's a good just book. Good. You just it's want to like, keep talking about Traveler. Just but guess it. what? You can't because no. it's over. It's over. We're done. You'll never hear the name Traveler again. Unless we do another one of those. Uh, unless we do Soldier Zero, then you'll hear Traveler a lot more. You'll hear Traveler again. Or if we do an episode where we talk about who our uh, top five favorite superheroes are. Top ten. Like, top, I don't ten know. top ten. We'll just talk about favorite superheroes all day. <laughs> favorite comic book anything really but other than that you probably won't hear Traveler again yeah because he's not one of those characters that are everywhere like every character with Marvel and DC this is true so I want you guys to keep it locked here on Agent Blue because we have the Infinity War movie coming out uh, later this week we're gonna drop an episode that is just fully dedicated to Infinity War. We're going to do a part one and a part two episode. Part one's going to be like pre-movie, um, maybe a questions that we want answered, theories that we have, excitement about it. 
you know, it was a quick little treat. And then part two is going to be our review, you know, our spoiler review. We will talk about it. We'll discuss it. Any concerns that we have. And here's know. the cool thing. You'll get both these episodes within the week. Now part one, we're dropping Thursday. Part two, Sunday. Just like every Monday. Yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah Monday. 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 Infinity weekend. <laughs> oh man. You can uh follow us on Instagram at Agent Blue Podcast, all one word. And you can follow us on Facebook, Facebook at Agent Blue Podcast separate words so you actually get that grammar correct. Um the YouTube channel. Go on it. Go on it. Go on it. There's nothing on there but the Jesus notes, but go on it. If it you is. like the Jesus notes, you'll like what's on the channel. Muy importante. It is. It is. Because the more people watch it, the more we'll put more focus on it. The more focus on it, the more content you get from us. And then you get to see our beautiful mugs, except for if he's doing a Let's Play, in which case he won't see his face ever. You might. I might do like a PewDiePie kind of thing, stick me in the corner, say something weird every couple of minutes. Yep. And then, you know, say something I shouldn't be saying. <laughs> Anyways. Which I'm not going to I'm going to cut out. Anyways. You can visit our website. You can listen us to us there. Um, mb-3d.com forward slash Agent Blue. Agent-Blue. Agent-Blue. I almost had it. Almost. I've typed it into my you know web browser about a hundred times. I should know it by now. I'm just, I straight up stared at you to see if you would say it because I want to know if you actually know the the address. I do. I do know the the IP address. Zero 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 one two. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh HTML. man. I know. I get it. All right. No, so well, from us here at Agent Blue. Peace. peace.